الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وحده لا شريك له ولا نظير له ولا ند له ولا ضد له ولا مثل له ولا مثال له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا وسندنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ظهر الفساد في البر والبحر بما كسبت أيدي الناس بما كسبت أيدي الناس ليذيقهم بعض الذي عملوا لعلهم يرجعون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم طوبى لمن وجد في صحيفته استغفارا كثيرا أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين My respected elders and brothers As we get closer to the day of Qiyamah The Ummah will see many many trials and tests and difficulties and hardships Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Has described this like a tasbih that has been cut And the beads of the tasbih keep on dropping As fast as those beads will drop That's the tests and trials and tribulations this Ummah will face As we know during the cause of this week a cyclone had hit Durban and for the first time perhaps we had seen floods in Spingo Beach. Difficulty and a hardship which perhaps we have never seen before. On Tuesday morning, I went to visit a musalli of our masjid and he's saying that he's over 70 years old, born in Durban. He's never ever heard of a cyclone hitting Durban before and he's never witnessed floods like this ever before. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam has alluded us to this one important ayat of the Quran Kareem. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Zahara al-fasadu fil barri wal-bahri bima kasabat aydi nas liyudhiqahum ba'da alladhi amilu la'allahum yarji'oon That when these difficulties, hardships, tests, trials and tribulations come, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes these or allows these tests to come with one reason and purpose, la'allahum yarji'oon so that we turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Perhaps somewhere along the line, we have gone off somewhere, we have disobeyed Allah Ta'ala somewhere, we have done something wrong. So Allah Ta'ala puts us through some difficulty, some test, some trial for some period, so that we can turn to Allah and go back to Allah Ta'ala and repent to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for our weaknesses and our sins. I was reading one incident in the Abiti of Hazrat Shaykh al-Hadith, Mawlana Muhammad Zakaria Rahmatullah the autobiography of Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullah and he mentions one incident that had taken place in Saharanpur many, many years ago. 
As the Sheikh Rahmatullah Ali says, there were riots that had broken out in Saharanpur and things were extremely volatile. The madrasa was shut down. There was no classes taking place. Students couldn't come to the madrasa and things were very difficult at that time. So the Sheikh Rahmatullah Ali says, many days passed and eventually by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that test came to an end. But as Sheikh Rahmatullah Ali explains his observation, which was something extremely profound, and can be a great lesson for all of us in this difficulty of ours. As a Shaykh al-Hadith he explains and he says that I noticed three things in this test and in this trial and in this difficulty of ours. He says the first thing that I noticed was Hazrat Maulana Abdul Qadir Raipuri Ali, who was the head of the madrasa, he had passed away. And as long as Hazrat Ali was in our presence, we saw that no difficulty came to the madrasa or no difficulty came to our town. So you see, from this we understand also that there are certain personalities and certain beings in our community that their presence alone is a means of warding off some punishment and some azab. I was thinking of our Ustad, Hazrat Mawlana Harun Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali, Allah Talafal is Khabar with Noor. Hazrat Mawlana left our community and how many difficulties and hardships we are with. So the, the violence last year, now the floods this year. So we understand that the presence of these great ulama and Buzugan Adin, them just being with us, is a means of drawing the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and warding off a lot of difficulties. And As the Shaykh Rahmatullah Ali mentions the second thing, the second thing he says is that this trial and this difficulty, I attributed it to myself. I attributed it to myself that this came because of a sin and a, and a wrong deed that I had committed. Again, look at the Shaykh Rahmatullah Ali. He's pointing fingers to himself. He's looking at himself. He's not saying because of anybody else. But he's looking at himself and he says there was a... A similar incident that happened in another city where some riots had broken out and there was a big chaos that happened in a madrasa. And he says, it came out from my tongue at that time that such a thing will never happen in Saharanpur. Such a thing will never happen in Saharanpur. And he says, because of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed me al-bala'u mu'akkalun bil-mantiqi that calamities come about because of we not controlling our tongues. We just say statements sometimes. We just pass sweeping statements. And as a result of this here, this is these calamities that come. So the Shaykh Rahmatullah Ali says, I attribute this thing to myself, that because I didn't control myself at that time, and I had to make this statement, that is why this calamity struck us here in Saharan. And the third thing he mentions is that whilst all this chaos was taking place, and people were involved in different, different things, some people were getting the police, some people were doing some security, etc. There were a lot of things that were taking place. He says, Hazrat Ji Mawlana Yusuf Sahib Rahmatullah Ali from the Merkaz, he sent one jamaat of mewatis to come make ahtikaf in the masjid in Saharanpur. He said, as long as the struggle is taking place, day and night engage in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he says, the way this helped us, nothing else helped us. Nothing else helped us the way this jamaat was engaged day and night in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That this drew the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala and this entire fitna was quelled and came to a standstill. Right now, this is what's needed from us. I remember when that COVID took place and that lockdown fire had happened. Our late Mawlana Ismail Salihji Sahib, Allah Ta'ala for his qabar and Nuri, came in itikaf in a masjid during that time. This is a time for us as a community to all get together and turn to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and ask from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, beg Allah Ta'ala for his rahmat and his mercy. Hazrat Mawlana Ashraf Ali Thanwi Rahmatullah in his kitab, he writes there, he says, Whenever any calamity or difficulty or hardship strikes, we have to see beyond the hardship and the difficulty. You see, there's a lot of times a spiritual reason for that calamity descending upon us. There's a spiritual reason. And he explains 
He says when the rains had come during the time of Hazrat Nuh alayhi salam, and it was such that this rains couldn't be controlled, and it then turned into floods, and every single person and every animal, besides those who embarked the ark of Hazrat Nuh alayhi salam, everyone was destroyed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains the reason for their destruction, and he says, Mimma khati'atihim ughriku. Mimma khati'atihim ughriku. It was because of their gunas and their sins that all of them were drowned. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the reason for this floods coming. And he says it was because of the sins of the nation of Nuh alayhi salam that they were drowned at that time. Again, it's a time for us to do little introspection and to check in our community, in ourselves. Is there anything? Recently we're hearing some reports of youngsters in high school, Muslim boys during the month of Ramadan, they're not fasting. They say it's difficult for us to fast because we have to study. We can't be studying and fasting at the same time. So in public they're eating burgers and hot dogs and not even cared about it that it's the month of Ramadan and we're supposed to be fasting. Whereas fasting is a pillar of Islam. And when you look at the month of Ramadan, the most important thing in Ramadan is the Rosa and the fast. The Rawi, Etikaf, Laylatul Qadr come secondary. The most important thing is fasting and Rosa in the month of Ramadan. This is a pillar of Islam. And Rasulullah says, Islam rests on these five pillars. If you uphold this pillar, you're upholding Islam itself. So Allah make us from those people who can uphold these pillars of Islam. And we can encourage everybody to be fasting during the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Also, we never ever heard in Durban, ever, ever heard, whether it was in the time of Hazrat Mawlana Umarji Sahib in the West Street Masjid, or whether it was in the time of Hazrat Mawlana Yus Patel Sahib in the Melanson Road Masjid, or whether it was Hazrat Mawlana Harun Sahib in the Spingo Beach Masjid, we never heard of women coming to the Masjid. Whether it's Faraz Namaz or Tarawi Salah, never women attended the Masjid for Salah. And this is something that is being encouraged, men, women coming to the Masjid reading Salah. This was something never ever happened, intermingling. So it's something for us to be looking at, why are all these things happening? And nobody bats an eyelid against all of this. So for us to check fasting, again this women come to the masjid, then the fitna of the phone, the fitna of the phone, how it's become rampant in our community. So we need, if, if, if the older people will remember, that during the month of Ramadan, if a person had a TV in his house, if a person had a TV in his house in a month of Ramadan, he covered it with one sheet. He covered it with one sheet that now it's Ramadan, we respect this month. We respect this Mubarak month, we will not watch TV. Although maybe they got that shaitan box in the house, but in Ramadan they will never watch it out of respect for Ramadan. Out of respect for Ramadan, they would never watch TV in Ramadan. But today the television is in our pockets. A person is watching videos in Ramadan, watching video clips, photography that is taking place. A person would never take a picture. Now he's taking a picture of somebody's child. Whereas the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is clearly mentioned. لَعَنَ اللَّهُ الْمُصَوِّرُونَ Allah's curse on that person who takes a picture of an animal. لَعَنَ اللَّهُ الْمُصَوِّرُونَ This hadith should flash in front of our mind when a person picks up the camera to take it. That are we prepared for the curse of Hazrat Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in the month of Ramadan. We read that hadith about the curse of Jibreel alayhi salam. And that sends a shudder on our spine that that person who finds the month of Ramadan and he doesn't gain his forgiveness, then curse be upon him. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Amin to that curse. This brings a shadda to us. This is the curse of Hazrat Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself for that person who takes this. And it's done so openly, a person doesn't care about it, he doesn't worry about it, that I'm doing something wrong, I'm doing something that is haram. So these are the things that, that have come into our community which we should be looking at. 
And these are the things that at times draws them, the punishment and the azab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speaks about shamelessness and behayai. Shamelessness and behayai in the ummah. That this is things that will draw these azabs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come. Whereas you look at it now, the shamelessness in schools, they've introduced subjects like CSE. CSE has been introduced where grade 4 child is now introduced to all this filth and dirt. Our Hazrat Mufti Sahib Dhamud Barakatuh, he says for procreation, for years, in, nobody had to teach an insect to an elephant. Nobody teaches them about procreation. It's something that is naturally learned by a person. From Hazrat Adam alayhi time till now, the stupidest of animals, a donkey also learns it naturally. And the most intelligent of mankind, insan, we have to teach it to him in a school. A small four-year, grade four-year-old child, grade five-year-old child. This behayai is being taught to them in the schools. Muslims lobbying for LGBTQ, etc., all of this is happening in the open and this is what draws the, 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 the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the same time, we look at the dealings of Muslims. The dealings of Muslims. A Muslim was a person who was such that when he gave you his zaban, he gave you his life. He gave you his word, he'll never go against his word. If a Muslim promised you something, a non-Muslim will say you go by it because he's a Muslim and you trust a Muslim. The time has become such now that there's so much of meaning and dealing amongst the Muslims. That the whole thing has changed. They say, don't ever trust a Muslim. Don't ever trust a Muslim. Because of the cheating, the stealing, the lying that is taking place. So these are the things that we should look into and be careful about. Ramadan is a month for us to change our lives. For us to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulamai kiram have given us many, many solutions. Ulamai kiram have given us many, many solutions. And among the solutions, the most important solution is Tawbah and Istighfar. That we all turn to Allah Ta'ala. As Shaykh al Rahmatullahi He's pointing fingers at himself. He's not saying that, no, the community or this person is saying, I am the one who is wrong. We all should look at our own colors, look inside, look inside ourselves. And we'll find there's many snakes and scorpions within ourselves for which we have to turn to Allah and ask for forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran al-Kareem, Istaghfiru rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara. Make istighfar and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be very, very merciful and very, very forgiving. Our elders are telling us, get involved in amal. Get involved in amal. The answer to our problems, whether it's no water, whether it's no light, or whether it's floods, or whether it's destruction, the answer is in amal. That we all engage in amal. You see, amal, what is the meaning of amal? Amal means salah, dua, dhikr, tilawat, talim, durud. As much as we can, we all engage in this. And we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in amal. Again here, one very important point is to engage in collective amal. Collective amal. If one is a person in his own house, he is busy engaged in ibadat. But he gets his whole household together. And everybody is doing ibadat together. Collective amal, which is called ijtimai amal. This collective amal has a different effect on the rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One is a musalli in a masjid, he's doing individual ibadah. And one is like how Malana and him is to have that program where all the musallis get together and they make zikr together. So this ijtimai amal has a different effect on drawing the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. Understand it through an example. In a sports in school, you used to have something called a tug of war. So you'll have a big rope and there'll be 15 people pulling on one side and 15 people pulling on the other side. But if you've got 15 on one side and you've got one person pulling on the other side, he may be very strong and tough. But can we imagine his strength if he's all alone? He's pulling, he's strong, but he's pulling alone. Now they are pulling and he's pulling. But the moment his house, 15 of them stand up and they start pulling, all 15 together, 
Can we see the strength of that? This is ijtimai amal. This is collective amal. When we get our whole households together, get our masjids together, our communities together, and we all turn to Allah Ta'ala together as a community, as a household, then there's a different effect in drawing the rahmat and the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. At the same time, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has turned our attention to dua. If you look at the day of Badr, what was the thing that won the day of Badr? The thing that won the day of Badr was not numbers. It was not uh, uh, artillery or anything else that they had. It was the dua of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That the entire night he spent in sajda, crying out, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, bi rahmatika nastaghis. Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, bi rahmatika nastaghis. And it was this is dua of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that won the day of Badr. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, Kareem, فَلَوْلَا إِذْ جَاءَهُمْ بَأْسُنَا تَذَرَّعُوا why is it that when you don't see my punishment, when you see my punishment coming, why is it that why don't you break down crying in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Break down crying in dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are the solutions that have been given to us from the Quran and the Hadith as far as these difficulties and these hardships are concerned. Also Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has encouraged us to give sadaqah as much as we can. As-sadaqatu tudfi'u ghadabar rabb. This sadaqah and this charity, it will cool the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person can fill his pockets up with 10 rand notes, 20 rand notes. Every time you see the poor person, give it to him quietly, secretly, and cool the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by giving out sadaqah every day. Especially now in the month of Ramadan, a nafil action will bring us the sawab of a faraz action in this Mubarak month. My respected elders and brothers, despite the difficulties and hardships that we are going through, whether it's the lights or whether it's the electricity or the water, there's still so much for us to make shukar to Allah Ta'ala for. Wallahi, there's still so much for us to make shukar to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ What is Allah going to get out of punishing you if you can make shukar and you can be grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? Still, we still got a dry bed to sleep on. We still got a roof over our heads. We're still eating seri and iftar every day. Allah, shukar, we still got so much to be grateful and thankful to Allah Ta'ala. Tankers are going around our community distributing water. Allah Ta'ala, shukar. Those people who lost their homes and their belongings were destroyed in the floods. In the words of Hazrat Munshisaf, rahmatullahi Allah ka shukar, jaan bi salamat, iman bi salamat. That never mind we lost that, but our iman, our life is still God. That is the shukar of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a person should, shouldn't be complaining all the time. Once I saw on one, on one street pole, there was one placard written there, South Africans, the biggest crybabies. South Africans, the big, cry and complain about everything. Our biggest complaint now will be our savories in our freezers. What's going to happen to them? What's going to, but there's so much for us to make shukar for Allah ta'ala for everything that is happening around us. My respected elders and brothers, during this time of difficulty and hardship, a Muslim will seize an opportunity even in this difficulty. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned, if you give one, if you give water to a person, at a time when there's no water, you get the sawab of giving life to a dead person. You get this, if this is an opportunity for us, in this difficulty also, we can find an opportunity. Muslim must remain calm, relaxed, whatever the situation is, turn to Allah. Allah Ta'ala says, Qulli yusibuna illa ma kataballahu lana huwa mawlana wa ala Allahi falyatawakkalil mu'minun. Any calamity hits you, strikes you, this is written from Allah, He is our mawla, He is our guardian. And a Muslim puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We put our trust in Allah ta'ala. And just to end off this one verse in the 28th para, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا ما آتاها 
لا يكلف الله نفسا الا ما اتاها سيجعل الله بعد عسر يسرا that Allah Ta'ala will never burden a person more than what he can manage. The difficulty and the hardship that he'll go through is according to what he can manage. And then after that, Allah Ta'ala gives the glad tidings and he says, سَيَجْعَلُ اللَّهُ بَعْدَ عُسْرِ يُسْرًا After the difficulty, Allah will definitely give ease. Allah will definitely give ease. During this time, there's a lot of community work that is taking place. We should try and get involved in whatever we can. Distribution of water, helping, assisting to the best of our ability. Some people will be able to do it on a big level. Some person in a small way, whatever way we can do to help and assist everybody, inshallah, in this difficulty of ours, we will still earn great sawab from Allah Ta'ala. Allah give us tawfiq wa akhidu da'wanan. Respected Musalli says, one or two announcements in keeping with the encouragement that Hazrat Muhammad has given for assisting the work that is going on. Alhamdulillah, efforts are being coordinated from the school for the distribution of the various different PTs, items that have been coming in for the brothers. So as we had encouraged the Musallis previously yesterday also and before that, all brothers who are able and available <coughs> at any time, please report to the school and there will be some work continuing there, either offloading trucks or either making hampers or either distributing something. So you are requested to please assist in whatever work you go there and ask them how you can fit yourself in and assist. Allah will reward you, inshallah. And together with that, inshallah, this afternoon, there is a, a distribution taking place in the Crab City area of some hampers, etc. And assistance is required. Hands, people to come and assist to do the distribution, as well as people who have buckies, people who have some vans. And come after Juma, I think about, around about half past one or so, half past one, quarter to two, they can please make themselves available at the school and fit in with the distribution program. Allah Ta'ala reward all abundantly, all those that have assisted already and are assisting in whichever way, Allah Ta'ala reward each and every one of them tremendously. Alhamdulillahi al-qayri kuntum khayra ummatin ufridat linnas ta'muruna bilmarufi wa tanahuna anil munkari wa tu'minuna billah fanahmaduhu hamdan kathiran kullama yahmaduhu alhamidun wa nashkuruhu shukran jamilan kullama yashkuruhu shakirun amma ba'd faya ayyuhal nas usikum wa nafsi bitaqwa Allah faqad faza al-muttaqun wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yakul wa biquulihi yahtadil muhtadun 
قل هذه سبيلي أدعو إلى الله على بصيرة أنا ومن اتبعني وسبحان الله وما أنا من المشركين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لغدوة في سبيل الله وروحة خير من الدنيا وما فيها وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مغبرت قدم عبد في سبيل الله فتمسه النار وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام لعلي بن أبي طالب رضي الله تعالى عنه فوالله لأن يهدي الله بك رجلا واحدا خير لك من حمر النعم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من عاد مريضا أو زار أخا له في الله ناداه مناد بأن طبت وطاب ممشاك وتبوأت من الجنة منزلا أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقال تبارك وتعالى وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات وذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وحده لا شريك له ولا نظير له ولا ند له ولا ضد له ولا مثل له ولا مثال له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا وسندنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقهم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأخضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهما وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم سلمنا لرمضان وسلم رمضان لنا وسلمه لنا متقبلا عباد 
عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة 
أَفَلَا يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ وَإِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ وَإِلَى الْجِبَالِ كَيْفَ نُصِبَتْ وَإِلَى الْأَرْضِ كَيْفَ سُطِحَتْ فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّمَا أَنْتَ مُذَكِّرْ لَسْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ بِمُسَيْطِرٍ إِلَّا مَنْ تَوَلَّى وَكَفَرُ فَيُعَذِّبُهُ اللَّهُ الْعَذَابَ الْأَكْبَرُ إِنَّ إِلَيْنَا إِيَابَهُمْ ثُمَّ إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا حِسَابَهُمْ الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله ورحمة السلام ورحمة السلام ورحمة رحمتك يا رحمة الرحيم